Yo, hope you guys are having an amazing weekend. We got an extra episode. We got my man Jason Harwood here on the podcast. Jason's talking about habits and really formulating them so we can build that foundation. We even jump into company culture um, to where companies are making it a habit of living the core values that they say they are because that's something that we're not seeing right now. So pretty cool episode because we dove into talking about these habits and different ways that it helps us throughout our life and what can be able to get us there. So I just wanted to add more value to you guys. This is exactly it. You guys are going to love this one. I've got my story. You got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you want to win, you got to recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, the winner's paradigm. The winner's paradigm. The winner's paradigm. Yo, what is happening, y'all? It's London. This is the Winner's Paradigm. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. I haven't jumped on here in a very long time, and I've been just grinding at the Winner's Paradigm, you know, and figuring out, hey, what's the direction we're going? What are we tapping into? How are we going to help people? What kind of things are we unpacking and showing people, hey, what peace looks like when you finally are able to get through years of trauma, frustration, pain being built up. So in order for us to keep this message going, I need you to drop a five-star review and a rating and let me know how this show's helped you so we keep the shit going. Now, the second thing I want to say is um, go to myfitlife.net if you use the code uh, TWP20, you get 20% off all products. These are the products I'm using as well. So I don't promote something unless I'm using it. Last thing I just want to say is uh, do fucking you. Do what fulfills you. Do what makes you happy. Do what's going to allow you to be able to get to that next level, to hit whatever it is, to be able to get over that goal. Because you may not be where you're at right now. Um, and excuse me, you may not be where you want to be right now. But when you look at it in a nutshell, you're one day closer to where you want to be if you're putting that work in. I know it's sometimes we want to beat ourselves up. I do the same thing, you know, where I'm working on the business, working on the podcast. And it's like, man, I'm not where I need to be, but I'm getting there. It's a journey. So give yourself some fucking grace. Pat yourself on the back and tune into the Winner's Paradigm podcast. If you really want to fucking win, let's get it. Jason, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm podcast, brother. It's an honor, number one. But before we start jamming today, would you mind giving us, you know, your story of who you are, what you're passionate about today, brother? Yeah. Uh, so I run a podcast called Happily Ever Habits, and I have the opportunity to do a lot of sales and leadership development and training. And so I have studied and trained on habits, the things that we do every single day. Uh, I have read all of the great habit books, Power of Habit, Atomic Habit, uh, Tiny Habits. And I was doing a lot of them. I was I had kind of habit hacked my way to doing 100 push-ups every day and flossing my teeth and exercising. And I had made great strides in my career and things. And then this weird thing started happening of like looking around and just going, oh my gosh, if I have, I'm in, I'm in my 40s now, if I have everything in my 40s that I always dreamed of having in my 20s and 30s, why am I still so unhappy? Why am I still miserable? Why do I still feel 
unfulfilled. And so I started identifying some core character traits that were important to me and then creating habits around those things, uh, using the same habit techniques, but for things like learning, uh, generosity, kindness, humility, and uh, started implementing and, and being very intentional in those things in my life and and then started to see this remarkable change of not just you know having more money or having a better car or because I like I had checked all those boxes house career cars kids uh you know like trips vacations all of that uh none of that was was kind of filling what the empty hole was for me so um, focusing in on some of these core habits that really um, impact me made a big difference. And then what's crazy is, is you start living better as an individual human. And pretty soon, you know, to use the word that that you like in your podcast, you start winning more, right? Like you start winning more in business, you start winning more in your career, you start winning more um, in other pursuits because you've kind of got this core alignment uh, and and this sense of fulfillment in your life and maybe even a, a clearer direction of what matters most. And so uh, winning starts to increase. I, I love that so much, brother, because that's something that I've went through and then I'm currently going through. Uh, <laughs> I'd say before, you know, was making that transition to where like, I actually put a clip out today, which is funny that we're having this conversation. So I don't know if it's alignment, God, whatever we want to say, brother, but pretty damn awesome. Cause that was my clip today to today. Uh, mm-hmm. I was talking about, about that with one of my good friends and uh, we were just breaking it down to like, how was it when you had peace for the first time? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, cause I know for me, I was starting more shit with people and, and uh, I was, you know, going crazy and I'm an asshole at that time, you know, because uh, I got a million things going on. I'm going to school. I'm working on the degree. I'm starting a business. I'm working a side hustle. I got a nine to five. Uh, oh, I don't sleep, you know, I'm hitting the gym. Yeah. At so like for me, it was one of those things uh, and part of community to where it's, you know, you go to those people and you go to the mentor and they're like, Hey man, this is it. And they're like, well, it's fucking black and gray, you know? And you're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, well, you know, normally it's black and white, but the gray area is what you don't feel comfortable with. Sometimes you got to just do. Uh, so yeah. it was always the like, shut up, just fucking do it type deal. And I'm telling that to everybody. And then when I made it a habit and uh, just really switched that to me to the presence and and I, I combined, I had two podcasts, combined them into one because that was <laughs> huge for me. But it was one where yeah. every single podcast and it went into, you know, talking to other successful entrepreneurs like yourself. Uh, all I wanted to ask about was the presence portion, you know, where I was like, all right, you know, because uh, I hear people out as business people. But honestly, I really don't care about that when it comes down to it. You know, it's about the character. Mm-hmm. It's about you as that human being. And I want to know, hey, man, how are you present in life? You know, how are you there for mm-hmm. your family, for your friends? Like, when people need you, because I feel like that's a lot of things, you know, we go a million miles a minute, we have the bad habits, you know, we're the asshole sometimes in the business. Uh, so I found it very funny that you mentioned that brother. And I really honor you for saying that. <laughs> yeah, it, it what's fascinating is it's almost like um, a personal or a, a, a business version of Simon Sinek's, you know, he talks about start with why and you've got the why, uh, and then the what and the how. And uh, and for me, as I started talking with business owners and things, there's there's you, you are that central circle. And until you start to really get intentional on that, 
the next circle circle out is your craft and the next circle out is your business, right? Your craft is whatever it is that you do and your business is the entity that kind of houses that, right? Whether you're a designer, a plumber um, or a salesman or whatever. But all of it starts to crumble if that central you is not in proper alignment. And so, um, you know, that I think a lot of people go through that where they're focused on building their craft, getting really good at whatever it is that they want to be passionate about. And then they want to start a business or they want to drive their career. And so they get really intentional about those things. And what we miss out on is getting really intentional on that inner core of like, who are you as a person? Because pretty eventually those two outer circles start to crumble and shake until that center core gets solidified better. I love that you mentioned that because that's something I've been going through as well uh, to where it's like I'm finally building the credibility for the brand, you know, showing exactly who I am, showing up, being consistent. People love it, but also getting in the rooms that you traditionally wouldn't be in and then depicting and learning about other people, you know, and actually how they are. That's why I said, you know, uh, I love you for the business sake and being able to talk about that. But if we can talk about the habits that build you to be successful or Mm -hmm. what's going to allow you to get there, like that's game changing for us, for the younger version of ourselves who didn't have that. But I find it funny, you know, when you just take the time with other entrepreneurs or whatever it is, and you really just learn about their end game and you're like you know what they say something but they don't live up to that or maybe they think that they're living up to it and then they start slacking off you know one thing here there but then it's 10 things all of a sudden because they start adding up so it was something for me as well where it was like you're constantly looking at yourself and saying hey how do we get better you know having that so let's touch on that humility factor so for you when you said you when you started to have all the things that you wanted uh how were you able to use the humility to be able to help you in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. So you didn't get that chip on your shoulder, you know, continue with that ego and be like, I'm hot shit. Yeah. Well, unfortunately human nature is that we most often change when we're experiencing pain. And I've talked with a lot of people who have made dramatic habit changes in what I kind of refer to as like a light switch moment. You're in a car accident. You have a medical um, diagnosis. That's terrible. Uh, you lose a job, end a relationship. And there's this just moment where all of a sudden you literally can't be any, you can't be the same person you were before. And so then some changes happen. Um, You know, I, I, there's a sad instance of a good friend of mine who knew he needed to make some lifestyle changes for the decade that I've known him. He never did. He was diagnosed with um, type two diabetes and now he is forced to make lifestyle changes. And it's incredibly lost like 70 pounds in a, a pretty short period of time. Well, that would have been good seven years ago, probably would have helped impact this. Um, and so sometimes you have like that boom, you, you know, you experience pain. Uh, and so you have to make changes. For me, it wasn't that way. And that's the real danger because for many people, what we tend to do is adjust ourselves to the current situation and call the new situation fine. And so, you know, life isn't quite as fulfilling as we want it to be. And so we adjust our expectations and we say, I'm fine. And then it might slip a little bit more. And so we readjust ourselves and call ourselves fine. Again, it's like sitting outside in a sunset. It's slowly getting darker, but you just keep your eyes just keep adjusting. Your eyes just keep adjusting. No, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, I can, I can still see. And then all of a sudden you're like, 
oh my gosh, it's dark. Like I can't see anymore. And, and, and for me, I just kind of kept adjusting, kept adjusting, kept adjusting until finally, I, I just remember one morning waking up, flipping my feet over the side of the bed and having the same thought that I'd had many times, which is, I just do not want to live this day. And luckily I wasn't in such a dark place as, as I don't want to live, but you know, I don't know if you've ever had that where you just like, you look at your calendar or, you know, you just are aware of what's, what that day is. And you're just like, I just don't want to live this day. I just don't want to do this. I just want to, I guess, muddle through until it's bedtime and I can go to sleep again. And I remember that one day my feet hit the floor. I just thought, I don't want to live through this day. And then I thought, you know, I'm only like 42. Why do I allow myself to exist in this place for what the next 40 years? And so it wasn't like a, a significant moment of pain. It was kind of the accumulation of pain until you get to a point where you say, I'm not living this way anymore. Um, and everybody has to go through that. At which point do you finally say, you know what? No, I'm not fine. I'm not adjusting anymore. I'm not um, lowering down to accept uh, a level of fulfillment and personal happiness. And again, I'm not talking about having stuff. I think sometimes we we mistake those two things. It's not about getting a bigger house, having a better car, going on more vacations. It's about how do you feel in terms of the happiness and fulfillment of your life. If you're not there, then you've got to become intentional around um, the the behaviors that will get you there. And so that's for me where that humility came is just like a whole collection of days and weeks and months of just this slow drift downward, kind of floating downward. And then finally saying, nope, not doing that anymore and deciding, okay, I need to start making some, some changes. What's great is, is that the change is necessary. The first rule of all habit formation is, is to start small. There's, there's no huge action that you take that will kind of instantly make you happier. It's small, consistent things, a little bit at a time that starts to build this life of fulfillment. So, um, you know, whatever place you're in now, I, I guarantee you the next action is going to be a small one. 100% brother. And I think that's somewhere where we mess up. A lot of the times we think about the larger picture and yeah. I'm not going to get there. And I do the same, you know, uh, I've recently done it. I, I'm very vocal on it because it's something I struggled with and uh, was tearing up my marriage for it was uh, it's hard for me, you know, when I'm so driven sometimes and in mm -hmm. going to be able to just get down and just be present in the moment. Uh, cause mm -hmm. either we're looking at the phones, we're doing something. I'm, I straight away from that the past year. Uh, but for me, it's just like hearing other people on their journey. Not yeah. that I don't want to, I'm a man and traditionally I want to correct things and fix things. So yeah. if you're talking to me about your problems, I'm going to give you a solution. I'm not going to sit here with you, do this. What was me? Bullshit. It just doesn't <laughs> work. And that's not who I am. Uh, so I'm going to hear you out. And that's kind of the difference of kind of having that narrative for myself and figuring out my job is just to be able to be here and experience the journey with you. So if you would like to engage in that, cool. If you don't want to engage, I'm not going to give my two cents. I'll let you go on your path. Like I'm not going to waste my energy on it. And that's the yeah. difference is before I used to, you know, have those anxiety attacks, get frustrated. I don't want to be there. You know, I don't want to do this. And then it's just like you being there and you're like, you know what? It's completely different. Like I got to just be here out of value and like, 
say things. So for me, I used to be a big drinker and now I make that vocal and I'm like, Hey, I say it so much because it's something that I hated growing up, seeing my parents do. And now mm-hmm. I was doing the same thing, you know? So now when I say I don't want to do it, some people are like, Oh, it's not that deep. Like, yeah, it's not that deep for me because if I have one, I'm going to keep going all in. And that mm-hmm. kind of went into the presence factor of, Hey, you know, uh, yeah, you know, you go through and you're going to go through those awkward times and you're going to go through whatever, you know, and you're going to be like, yeah everybody at that moment but when you really look at it like you're molding your character you're building that habit you're forcing yourself into a routine that's going to be able to be comfortable so when those stressors are in you're able to be able to break out of them because you've already dealt with that hard portion and that was something for me i didn't realize i just thought it was everybody else's problem and it was really like taking that fact taking a step away and you're like man like i get to add so much more value change who uh my message how who slash how my message is interpreted from other people yeah. And, and you touched on something there that's so important. It, it's kind of these small actions are the definition of who we are. Um, and, and I've had the experience, uh, my dad passed away like 12 years ago. And it's interesting then to kind of try to identify like, okay, you know, who was my dad? And it really, you know, it was just who he was, was this collection of all the little things that he did. And he was a guy who um, smoked for a long time, then just decided that's not who I want to be. So he quit, drank, decided that's not who I want to be. So he quit. Um, You know, there were other aspects of his life. He was the hardest working person I've ever seen. I mean, just every day he would just work and work and work and work. Um, And And so it's the same for us. You look at the things you do and really the question has to be, is this behavior consistent with who I am and who I want to be? Too often we, again, kind of allow ourselves to kind of slip, kind of fade, kind of float. And pretty soon you find yourself and you're like, wait, no, this isn't who I want to be. That's why for me, it was important because I have some now intentional core things. And like learning's one of them. And so for me, I love to read, uh, to learn. And so I, I just created a habit of reading every single day so that who I want to be is consistent with what I do. I love that, brother. And, and I'm going to add this one piece in. I know we didn't really dive into the business per se, but how important is it to be able to continually uh, kind of give your core values and live those core values for your employees within the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the reality is, is that every company, every business, every team has a culture to it. And really just about the only person who can dramatically impact it is the leader. The leader determines the culture of the organization. If you look at your organization, you think, man, the the culture here is not what I want it to be. Like a frontline employee is not going to drive a culture change initiative. It's going to come from the leader. And so you, if you're unaware of or not intentional around the core behaviors of what you want your the culture of your organization to be, then it's just going to kind of unintentionally be created. That's, that's what I tell people is whether you want to or not, it's there. Like you can't say, Oh, I'm working on my culture. Well, that may be true, but you have one, it exists. It's there. You just, if you don't like it, then you have to look and say, okay, what do I start to do personally? 
And leaders sometimes get frustrated with this. This is one of the core things of leadership is because a leader will start and get try to get movement going and then not see as much progress or buy-in on initiatives. And oftentimes it's just, you know, we're going to have a meeting and everybody come together and, okay, now here's our new culture. Well, nobody moves until they see the leader consistently moving. Nobody responds until they see the leader consistently leading. And so the things that you're doing consistently in your business and leadership, that creates the culture and people respond based off of what they consistently see you do. Uh, You know, we are what we do, not what we hope, think, or intend. And so when you look at your organization and say, I want it to be different, again, I can guarantee you the first action is going to be small and it's going to take a while to, to really start to see traction, but it's that small consistency of of what you do that makes the difference. I love that, brother. And that's why I wanted to touch up on that since we were already jumping into habits and formation (laughs) and going deep into it because there's a lot going on right now with companies and core values and just not Mm -hmm. living it. And I've worked for some and then my buddy started a company and they're like, hey, this is what we stand for. Uh, We fired a client the other day because the client wanted to, you know, uh, hey, this is what you're going to do for me. Hey, we're not doing business with that. And it was pretty cool, you know, because it's a side gig and I'm helping them, you know, help vets out. And uh, it was just something for me that was a revelation because I was like, man, you know, if this is what we can do. And that's what I do for my business is uh, I put it straightforward, you know, in the contract that we're saying, and hey, this is what I'm going to hold myself accountable to. And this is what you're going to hold me to accountable to. So if we have a problem along the way, okay, we'll fix it. And that's why, you know, things have been going well, because I keep that same, you know, focus with everybody. And I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of what it is, you hired me for a reason. This is your outcome of what I can do for you. This is what you would like. So if it's a gradual thing that we continue to have to work on, cool. You will get your final product regardless. I'm not going to refund your money or let you go away unsatisfied. Like we're going to figure this out. Cause again, we both said this ahead of time, what we're going to do. And that's that expectation. That's how mm-hmm. we deliver, you know, over deliver. So it was something for me that was kind of cool, you know, realizing this coming from bad companies, creating my own, uh, going through it to where it was like realizing, Hey, you got to live it, not just say it. So love mm-hmm. that brother. We'll wrap it up with the last question here. What would you say to our previous version of ourself who was looking to recalibrate their mindset, but they didn't know where to start. They were just trying to align themselves to their mm. definition of success. Yeah. Uh, I would identify one key area where you feel internally. I, I, I want to improve there. I, I think that's a, a key. I talked with my son. He's 20 the other day. And he said, you know, okay, dad, pretend you're not my dad. Pretend you're my habit coach. What's the habit I should start? And I said, well, it depends on what's important to you. I could, you can tell me any topic. I can help you create a habit plan for it. But if, if it's not coming from your core heart, then uh, it's not gonna make a difference. So, so that's, and that's a difficult place to start. You really have to spend some time identifying what's really um, of critical importance or what's really out of alignment in my life. And then the number one thing of, of habit rules is to start small. Identify the smallest action that you can take. The first goal is always consistency. And then you can grow from there, but, but you'll never become consistent if it's this big, huge action that you take kind of inconsistently. Um, and like, you know, you mentioned working out at four o'clock. I've never worked out at four o'clock in my life. In fact, right now, my goal is to try to work out for 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes a day, that has no impact. Maybe it doesn't. 
but I got to get consistent at 10 minutes a day before I can ever get consistent at 30 minutes a day. If I start trying to be 30 minutes a day, I know it's a failure right out the gate. So, um, so just identify. And to me, like fitness is important. That was step one. Okay. I I do want to be fit. I want to be healthy. I want to be able to move and into my, you know, later years be all those things. And so, yeah, I'm just going to start small. I'm just going to start with 10 minutes. And so if that's kindness, start with a small act of kindness. If that's um, humility, find a small act of humility every day. If that's learning, just learn one small thing every day. If that's being present, uh, put your phone down, walk away from it for 10 minutes and interact with employees, interact with family members, interact with key people in your, right? Just do the smallest thing you can do and and start building consistency with something small and then it will grow and you'll see impact but give yourself space to grow my man so i loved having you on today where can people find you man if they want to keep up with you uh i mean the jasonharwood.com is the easiest place links there for all of my social media uh there's a free habit guide that you can get there that'll walk you through these steps of identifying things that matter to you creating a small habit plan um so yeah, thejasonharwood.com because jasonharwood.com is taken. It's some real estate guy or something. So it's the Jason Harwood. Absolutely, brother. <laughs> we'll send people that way. I know exactly how that is. Uh, when I started the podcast, it was the winnersparadigm.xyz. I don't know who had the .com. If I looked it up, it wouldn't pop up. But then like eight months later, I see the .com. So I jumped on it and took it there back. There you go. <laughs> it was something for me where I was like, man, why isn't this, you know, so the yeah. first eight months, you know, really wasn't much because people didn't even want to go to the website. So <laughs> definitely a lesson learned. Yeah. And appreciate you, you, brother. We'll definitely talk more and have you on in the future. Yeah. Great to be on. I've got my story. You got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you want to win, you got to recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, 